Welcome to the Make Your Money's Awesome podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Mirjug. The purpose of this podcast is to help set you up for having an amazing, exciting, and most importantly, happy week by sharing stories, tips, strategies, and tactics that work. My belief is that you're designed to be extraordinary. Momentum plays a vital role in expressing how extraordinary you feel. That starts with making money the best day of the week, not the worst. What's going on, everybody? Hope you're having an amazing week. I hope what's happening in your life is exciting. Uh, I'd love to hear about it, by the way. I'd love to know what you're excited about, what pumps you up. Uh, today we're talking about, and it, I pose it as a question, are you spending time facing it? Uh, and other lessons that I have taken away from the CrossFit Open. So I've, I've made a big assumption. I, uh, I assume that you know what the CrossFit Open is and what the workouts are. Um, so let me briefly explain before I get into what it is that I want you to take away from this lesson. So um, the way that CrossFit works currently is that the CrossFit Games, anybody is eligible to qualify for the CrossFit Games. You don't have to be a, you don't have to belong to a select group. You don't have to be chosen by anybody. You just have to meet the standards. So the way that they select the athletes who get to go to the Games is they have an open workout, which you have to sign up for and submit your scores. So the open workout lasts five weeks. It's one workout every week. And... I'm sure this is changing. I haven't really been paying attention, but the way that it used to work is you would perform the workouts for your age range. And if you were in the top, whatever it is for your age range, you would get to go to the regionals and then the best athletes from the regionals would get to compete in the CrossFit Games for every gender um, and every age level that they offered and also the team competition. So. The Open just wrapped up, um, and the biggest, there's lots of takeaways, there's lots of things to be happy about, but the biggest one that I'm the happiest is I legitimately faced um, some real fears that I had. So, I mean, and, and here's the question, my question to you, and, and what I want you to think about as, as I, you know, tell the I always want to say shocking or chilling tale. It's neither of those. Uh, but as I, as I tell my tale and talk about my takeaways, I want you to think about what it is that really scares you. And I mean really. Not things that make you uncomfortable, but the things that are paralyzing you, preventing you, holding you back, or stopping you from going forward. So things that are legitimate um, barriers and things that you're legitimately scared of. And it's interesting. I've had the pleasure of being around people who have trusted me enough to share their real and genuine fears with me. And it's always funny when you hear what really scares somebody else. It's, it's funny in the sense that, it, that it's funny that you would never picture that person to be scared of this, you know, in a certain way. And it's also hard to relate in a way because that individual thing doesn't necessarily scare you. So when you hear me, you know, talk about what it is that in this particular circumstance that I feared, you know, feel free to feel the, all those things. Those are, it's absolutely appropriate. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I always love, you know, laughing at your fears. I think this is a great place for humor, not to, to say that it doesn't really scare you. But I think it's more important for you to uh, introspect and figure out what it is that's scaring you because it's holding you back. And that's just not okay in life anymore. So when I was growing up, I grew up in a really safe environment. My parents did most things for me. They made sure that I was well protected. They made sure that most things were taken care of. 
Um, and one of the things that I was never good at handling is I have a really low threshold for physical pain. Now I have a high threshold for pain in other areas of my life, uh, but for physical pain is never something that I was awesome at. And if you're going to compete at a high level of any type of physical activity, you need to be good at handling vast amounts of physical pain. So the last workout, 19.5, was thrusters. And if you don't know what a thruster is, look it up and chest-to-bar pull-ups. And it was 33 thrusters and chest-to-bar pull-ups, 27 thrusters and chest-to-bar pull-ups, 21 thrusters and chest-to-bar pull-ups, 15 thrusters and chest-to-bar pull-ups, and 9 thrusters and chest-to-bar pull-ups. So it was designed on purpose to get you into that disgustingly awful, painful um, physical threshold zone. And... Going through the workout, I knew that I would be better than last year, and I was, and I was super proud of myself for that. Um, I made it through the round of 33 pretty good, but then things started really sucking at the round of 27, which was about, you know, five minutes into the workout as when I, when, when things started getting really bad, and I knew that for the next 15 minutes, this was going to suck. So I, can, I felt really bad for Chet, who was scoring me, by the way. Uh, it must have just looked awful, the look on my face. And <laughs> I can just try to relate to the situation, the way that I was moving around. But I did it. You know, I spent 15 minutes in a zone that I was terrified to enter and that I don't like spending a lot of time with. So I increased my threshold by a little bit. And I saw that I can survive you know, working at that little bit higher um, capacity and threshold. And most importantly, I'm less scared now to go into that zone than I was before. So my question and my homework is, are you genuinely working through and towards things that you're really scared of doing? Like if, if I were to see you in the street and you were to say, hey, I really liked this episode. And I were to say, great, what's your strategy right now for conquering or at least exposing yourself to something that's terrifying and scary in, um, in an effort to conquer it or to make yourself better? What would you say to me? What would your answer be? And if you don't have an answer, is it worth getting one? Or is it worth it to maintain uh, this fear in your life? And is it holding you back? And again, I don't know the answer to any of those things, but I know that in my life, I've got to the point where I can't let these things hold me back. That's not to say that I'm ever gonna fully conquer all of my fears. There's a lot of them. Um, I'm scared of a lot of stuff. I grew up a really good Eastern European Catholic boy, so there's, there's lots of guilt and fear still stuck in there. I've gotten much better. Um, but the point is, is I'm, I'm at the point in my life where I'm, um, I want to get these things better because I don't want to be held back anymore. So I hope that helps. And remember, you're designed to be extraordinary. Thanks for listening, guys and gals. It would mean a lot if you left me a review and checked out my Instagram and Facebook pages at Crescent Jug. Excuse me. Have an amazing Monday. I'll talk, and I'll talk to you soon.